Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hi, everybody. This is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. Do we say everybody? I'm in a space, we're in this space now where I don't remember the words that we say. End of sentence. <laughs> this is wonderful. It's a show where we talk about things that we like and things that we're into. That's part of it. That's yeah, definitely, uh-huh. that's in it. But at the beginning, do we go, hey, guy, hey, guys. I always struggle like whether I say hi, hey, or hello and whether it's important. It hi, probably this, isn't. Hi, this is Rachel Lane. I need to listen to an episode of this show. <laughs> I don't, I mean, listen, we make it. That doesn't yeah. mean I've got to consume. I used to consu- listen to it. Did you know when we first started, I would like listen to it and just kind of get a sense of kind of where I could improve and That's what amazing. went well. I used to put it on whenever I was driving Henry to daycare because oh, yeah. he would cry and cry and cry and cry. But the sound of your mellifluous voice. Mellifluous sounds bad. And I can't believe it's a word that means like good and beautiful. It sounds like the word, it sounds like your voice has a sickness. It sounds like it's maleficent and also it has a flu is what it does sound like. And I'm not like a words guy, but I guess that's more your corner. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, Things are still wild over here. Yeah. Yeah. It's still pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, I said wild and that's a soft way of putting it. It sucks shit over here. Yeah. I feel like with our first, Griffin and I were hesitant to talk about how bad things were because we wanted to appreciate this precious gift that we have. He's still a precious gift, but like, yeah, he's a precious gift that sleeps in 20 minute increments and is a disaster. I know. It's it's almost like it's a top that situation where we're like, well, it can't get worse. And he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. we'll see about that. <laughs> um, yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we're we're getting through it. We're we're doing our best. But uh, yeah, if we sound less than it's, it's like super energetic, that is uh, that's the reason why. Although diehard fans probably could have guessed that. Do you have any small ones? I did actually thought about okay, this. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say a organic carrot. Organic carrot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. I like a real sweet carrot. And a lot of times you don't get a good sweet carrot. That's a good point. When you go to the grocery store, but I found that you have a better a better, a better carrot experience. Yeah, now this may be wrong. This may just not be true. You may just be getting the wrong carrots. Because yeah. I've had a sweet grocery store carrot for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if organic, I, I've heard that like if it grows in the ground, organic doesn't make that much of a difference, but I don't well, know if that's true or not. The other, anyway, the, I like a good carrot. For lunch, like two days ago, I had a hot dog with a carrot and it was very visually, it was like I was eating a big equals <laughs> sign. It was very visually a, a pleasing to You me. had a hot dog and a carrot? Yeah, the carrot showed up to tummy town with the hot dog and was like you know hiding behind was him. this leftover from henry or did you really go through the process of i peeling? peeled the carrot cut the nasty butt off of it chomped it down loved it and just one hand carrot one hand and hot dog no i wasn't mom. like no it was, i wasn't like holding <laughs> nunchucks <laughs> oh uh i'm gonna say and we've just started to dip into it ninja warrior is coming back right which is great because now we have a sports based hole in our heart not that i would yeah. call American Ninja Warrior. I think May thirty first, right when the Olympics start, they're going to capitalize on that and momentum. N- and it's sad, but I think I'm more excited about Ninja Warrior. 
Yes, sadly, the Blues were knocked out, swept in the first round of the playoffs. A real heartbreaker. David Perron, top scorer for the team, out on COVID protocol the entire playoffs. Jess and Falk, they're like, their defenseman that plays the most minutes of anyone in the league and also scores goals. Got uh, a nasty hit. Was it game yeah. one or game two? Uh, he got he got basically tackled in his yeah. skull. And yeah, and that player got suspended. Like, it was a serious It was a nasty hit. thing. But yeah, disappointing way to end the season. But I got to tell you, I loved watching sports with you yeah. like three times a week for holy shit. How long is the season? We watched so much hockey. We really did. It's this I, I hope we continue that even when the world is not suffering from yeah. a, a terrible pandemic. I believe you go first this week. Yeah, I think so. All right, what you got? Uh so I thought of two things to call this. Okay. Uh one is intense interests. Okay. Which is apparently what science calls. Sci- science calls it <laughs> what science calls it scientists call it um or what i also what i came to it as which is dinosaur kids dinosaur kids <laughs> so it is i'm specifically talking about a a kid that loves and knows everything about dinosaurs for sure for sure um but i realized that that is a type of uh intense interest that uh, that kids get okay yeah our son, I believe, has intense interest in dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah. I mean, not as much as superheroes. Yeah. But God almighty, that kid. The whole idea of intense interest is that like kids of a certain age, like three to five years old, typically start to like become, you know, like categorizers of particular things that they like. Yeah. And they start knowing everything about it. Yeah. Uh, and I love that. Yeah, me too. It's just the best. Like, it's so fun, especially... To have him tell us stuff that we don't know and or to like mention things to him once and have him remember. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So almost a third of all children at some point, typically between the age of two and six, uh, have some kind of intense interest. Uh, the most common intense interest is vehicles. So planes, trains, cars. And, yeah. And the next most popular by far is dinosaurs. It's vehicles above dinosaurs. I wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. So Henry knows a lot of like Marvel and DC superheroes and like deep cut ones. Like weird. Like Green Goblin. Like Captain Cold. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And dinosaurs. He, he of course, knows, you know, the T-Rex, the Brachiosaurus uh, and Kylosaurus. Yeah. And also, uh, you want to do our favorite song? Uh, <laughs> or is it Parasaurophilus? I don't remember. It's Parasaurolophus. Be- oh, okay. Wait, Parasaur. I got something for all of us. Listen, guys, Weird Kids YouTube has a lot of dinosaur songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so when I was reading this article, so this is an article from The Cut, uh, 2017, uh, and it talks about how. Um, mastering a topic can be real like confidence boosting for sure. kids. Like yeah. it's kind of the first time that they potentially know more than adults, you know, and can kind of come into a situation and and like, you know, know, know the score. Knowing something that your parents don't know is an intoxicating like feeling when you are very young. Mm-hmm. I, I corrected my mom on some Bible trivia of like who washed Jesus's feet with oils, like yeah. something like that. <laughs> and I still remember that to this day. And yeah. I, I was like five years old and I'd read it in some illustrated Bible stories book. I remember being at Thanksgiving and telling my uncle about tryptophan or whatever, yeah. that chemical in Turkey that makes you sleepy. Yeah. And he didn't know about it. And I was just like, 
How, how does how do you, that work? But how do you know? Your brain's bigger than mine, huh? <laughs> You're older. How do you not know? Um, so the the one thing about this, though, is so there was a study in 2007, and researchers followed up with the parents of 177 kids and found that the interest only lasted between six months and three years. Yeah. So if your little kid wants to be a paleontologist, it's very probable that they will not hang in there. Well, it turns into other things, doesn't it? Well, and that's what they say. So when you go to school, um, you know, there's this emphasis on being a, an, an all-kinder. Right. You know, like somebody that that knows a little bit about everything. Right. And you realize that, you know, math and, and history aren't necessarily dinosaur heavy. Yeah. And so maybe you should learn more stuff. Well, I was saying like an interest in dinosaurs could turn into an interest in Pokemon, which are just yeah, it's true. dinosaurs with powers. It's true. Henry knows a lot of Pokemon now, too. That's true. Um, yeah, the whole idea of like getting into a particular thing like dinosaurs, like teaches you how to ask questions and find answers and gain expertise. Uh, and it helps you kind of build those skills and, and become somebody as an adult that, you know, seeks out what you're interested in. Yeah. It's delightful. It's delightful when it's when it's any kid. Like I love seeing some kid who like knows every state capital and they're like four years old or they can like play sweet riffs on a guitar or whatever. But when it's your own kid, it's doubly it's yeah. doubly sad. It's to watch your four year old shoot the shit with your dad because yeah. they just want to talk about like fucking gorilla grod or whatever. Like that's <laughs> it's it's so good. Um, I will say, so three separate studies found that older children with intense interests tend to be above average intelligence. Sure. So, you know, in all those Pokemon. Yeah. It's not necessarily something to be ashamed of. Yeah. I a, there was a time where I could do the whole poker rap, which is nothing now. Mm. I feel like Brian David Gilbert has made that accomplishment of So like, you guys get a craving job. to just like listen to, to the, the one To the poker rap made. song? Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, so I I thought about bringing dinosaurs and just like talking about how cool dinosaurs are, but They're then great. yeah, I decided that was a pretty big topic, and maybe I want to break it down. <sighs> break a it down, bit. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I could do a whole Ankylosaurus like segment. Have I ever told the joke that Henry made up at the at the? There's a place called the Dinosaur Park. Are you sure you didn't make that up and he overheard it? I did not. I, I, why would I be okay? It was a dinosaur-based Star Wars joke because Henry has like a Kylo Ren toy. He has not watched yeah. those the 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 new trilogy of Star Wars movies, but he said which dinosaur is a big fan of Darth Vader and Kylo Saurus, and I was like, "That's good shit, my yeah, man." That's like a real good joke. Like that's a that's a <laughs> wild. Maybe he heard it somewhere. Maybe he heard it in like a YouTube video or something like that. Yeah. But it was a, it's a, if, yeah, if, that joke construction is a it's, little it's advanced. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I steal you away? Yes. Okay. Griffin? Yeah. You know what's a shame? What? Is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? (laughs) It's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. (laughs) Factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, There's lots of stuff you can get with factor. What other things can you get with factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? (laughs) 
Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters with, I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this, this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghostwriter, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people you can, you can sell uh, your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um th- for the commercial the Super Bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain I have a couple pumpodonts here, and can I read the first one of them to you? Yeah, go for it. This one's for Keister, and it's from Sarah, who says, Keister, happy sixth wedding anniversary. I'm so lucky I was able to spend the past year quarantining with you, Baby B, Kalua, and Magnus. And thank you for being the guinea pig for all the TikTok meals I made. Hopefully, we are all moved into our new house right now. If we are, I think it's time we add a corgi to our family. Love, lady. It's oh, always... And this was asked for close to April 25th, so maybe they have that corgi by now. Probably have that corgi. Probably got TikTok stardom, getting all the TikTok uh, uh, points. <laughs> <laughs> Griffin inexplicably doesn't have TikTok. I don't, but there's a lot of things I don't have. <laughs> I, cu- I curated a fucking primo list on Vine. Like, I know. I invested so much in my heart, soul, blood, sweat, tears into creating a quality Vine fellowship that every time I turn on that app, I got something delightful. And I do not know how to do that with TikTok. I do not understand it. Yeah, who's got the time? Apparently the rest of my family. It's true. It is true. Uh, Hey, do you want to read this next one? Yes, this message is for Safety Town Chat. It is from Tay. Can't believe our chats only existed since November 2019. Fully don't remember what I did before we talked every day, and I don't know that I would have gotten through the pandemic without y'all. Can't wait until the world is normal again so we can retake over Safety Town, squeeze each other at McElroy shows, rent a big house, and live our queer co-op dreams. Um, if it if you're talking about the Safety Town in Huntington, do not mention us by name. <laughs> Although multiple people have pointed out, including Sydney's mom, that there is now a child painted on the building that looks a lot like you. 
I yeah, I'm the I'm not the one that stole the batteries out of the car. Like there's oh, yeah. there was a bit where somebody like picked up batteries and carried them somewhere. I think it was Travis and we got in trouble for that because apparently the batteries are very expensive. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we had to leave. Um I shouldn't be airing out this dirty laundry. Ooh, I got stories for days. <laughs> Shit about Mayor Steve Williams, you wouldn't believe. That's very nice shady. man. He's very nice. I <laughs> hit his car once and he was totally cool about it. <laughs> Jumbotrons were about to do another uh, drawing for those uh, for the second half of 2021. If you're wanting to get a message on the show and you haven't done it before, uh, the demand is much higher than the supply. Uh, so once again, we'll be doing a drawing for Jumbotrons, only personal messages. Uh, and that drawing starts today. Go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron drawing to enter a drawing to purchase one of the limited Jumbotron spots on Wonderful. And that drawing closes on June 4th. So uh, the the date of your message is just estimated, not guaranteed, because again, the supply is so low. We don't want to do a whole bunch of these per episode. But uh, if you want complete details, please visit MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron drawing. And uh, if you have any other questions, you can email Daniel at MaximumFun.org. Somewhere between science and superstition, there is a podcast. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. That thing is not my daughter. And I want you to tell me there's a show where the hosts don't just report on French science and spirituality, but take part themselves. Well, there is, and it's Ono, Ross, and Carrie on Maximum Fun. This year, we actually became certified exorcists. So yes, Carrie and I can help your daughter. Or we can just talk about it on the show. Oh no, Ross and Carrie on MaximumFun.org. What is your thing? My thing this week is a game that I've had a wild hankering for mm. lately. And it's been a while free since. Free sell. No, it's not. Uh, it isn't free sell. I don't mm. think I know what free sell is. Is it Can just I? solitaire? Uh, no. Okay. It's not a video. It's You don't play it on a computer or a Nintendo Game Boy or a Sega Game Gear. Oh, this is fun. Are you going to have me guess? Sure, yeah. Uh, I, I Here's another hint. I saw it on an episode of The Americans, and I was like, which I've been watching, and I just like, it instantly activated this thing in me where I haven't played this game in a long time. Uh, but it's like all I want to do right now. Hide and seek? No. Hopscotch. I love the idea in your mind of the <laughs> Americans, a Cold War era spy thriller. They yeah. have a sequence where I guess spy. I was trying to think of older seek. games that have been around for a long time yeah. that they would show American children. This playing. game has a ball. Oh. It's not dodgeball, is it? No, God, no. Okay. Fucking dodgeball. <laughs> Dodgeball's so good on paper, but then like throwing a ball a lot makes your arm wicked hurt and, and not to mention getting hit by a ball oh i don't well that's not a concern for me oh it's just yeah the you're very fast yeah um it has a ball it has a ball i've talked about foursquare before on this show that's true i know it's not foursquare uh i'm gonna give up bowling bowling i used to bowl i mean close to monthly in huntington yeah because in I mean, huntington there were Lots of bowling alleys. Yeah. And when you grow up in a very suburban area that doesn't have a lot to do, bowling yeah. is like the thing you do as a kid yeah. slash teen. I don't know that I didn't grow up in the suburban area of Huntington, but there were, I mean, 
scattered hither and yon these bowling yeah i'm just saying like not like a big city where you can just like walk around and that's your activity uh that has obviously diminished since we have had kids and then a pandemic happened uh but we've gone, you know, several times with our friends. There used to be a place called Dart Bowl that we would go yeah, to. Yeah, that's no longer. That is no longer open. Th- this you, industry has been hit pretty hard by this quarantine. When you were in high school, could you still smoke in bowling alleys or had they stopped that? I mean, I wasn't smoking in high school, so. Well, no, I'm just saying that when I was a kid, I would go to a bowling alley and I would come home head to toe selling like smoke. Yeah, there was a there was a place called Colonial Lanes, which I don't know if it's still open, but in, it's, it was in Huntington that I'm pretty sure they just let you smoke in there because it always smelled like smoke like in the like yeah. late aughts when yeah. like I know that that was not anything that was supposed to be allowed for Yeah, that time. bakes in that that, bake, that gets <laughs> deep in that slippery wood, but damn. Oof, I'd love to hit that slippery wood with some heavy ones. <laughs> Throw a big boy down the lanes. Oh, God, doesn't that sound good as hell right now? Eat some fucking tater tots <laughs> and drink some Coors Light. Yeah, that does sound nice. We, I think the last time we went bowling was one of our friend's birthday. They like yep. rented a party bus and we like showed up at the bowling alley without a reservation. <laughs> it, it, was, <laughs> it, was a, it was a thing. Uh, I Bowling checks all the boxes for me of like, it's a game of skill that doesn't involve cardiovascular <laughs> exercise. Uh, and I am sometimes pretty good at it. Like, I have definitely had times where I've gone bowling and, like, gotten lots of them big strikes and gotten lots of them yeah. still pretty. I still like a spare. I know a lot of people, oh, of they course. get a spare and they're like, ugh. I get a spare and I'm like, hell yeah. And I've definitely gotten, like... I've probably gotten close to uh, like high hundreds, close to, to you know, swiping oh. at two, 200 on wow. my best day. And then also I will go in there and I will bowl like <laughs> a fucking 40. Yeah. Which is, if you're not familiar with bowling, a pretty bad score. Yeah. A not great score. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like I need to pick my ball out better. And that's always such a satisfying thing. You feel like you're like picking your magic sword from the wizard. you know that trope in fantasy where you go to see the wizard and he's like i've got like 10 of these magic swords i just thought it was funny that you could have said like picking your baseball bat or your golf club and you win why the fuck would i know anything (laughs) about either of those things your wizard I don't know anything about golf. Uh, I I have played golf a few times and secretly in my heart of hearts, I really love playing it. Uh, I just don't live a lifestyle that is conducive to that right now. Um, But I I play a lot of golf video games and every time I play them, which I played a lot of at this point, I see like, oh, a five iron. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Sounds good to me. That's the thing. And that's, I mean, that's like bowling too. Like you just have to, you just have to learn technique. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's, that's the big variable. I used, my style used to be go with a really light ball that I could just throw the shit out of right yeah. down that lane. And that was very satisfying and not very effective. I don't think. My, my problem was that it was, it would always go down the lane so slowly that it would be right in the center, but it would only take like five pins down. Cause by the time it got to the end yes. it was just like there's no mo <laughs> uh it it's just it's very tactile like i love the the feel of the of the ball mm-hmm. and the smell of the shoes and the the, the smell of the shoes no <laughs> there's like a you know a, a a greasy 
Yeah. The, the the grease that they use on the on the I like wood. seeing like people on dates too. People on the dates. There's alley. so much good people watching. There is a as a spectator sport, it's the best because you go with a big group of friends and it is like a dance circle where like somebody yeah. gets in the middle and everybody has to watch them. Like that's that is bowling. Like you you are drawn your attention is drawn yeah. to and there's downtime so you can like chit chat. Chit chat and go to the bathroom. No questions <laughs> asked. <laughs> what activities can you not go to the bathroom? <laughs> I mean, darts. If you're playing one-on-one darts, oh. you can't like take a pool. Like, you know what I mean? Bowling is perfect. You get like a group of five people. I oh, can, and you have time. I have time, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I, I love bowling. I think it's great. And I really, it's one of those things that you don't know what you, now that we're in this weird liminal space, post, post uh quarantine uh which is even more liminal for the two of us because we have a newborn and aren't exactly going places like if for whatever reason i just got the strongest urge uh the history of bowling wait can i ask a question first did you have a friend or friends that was like on a league that was like real good probably but i didn't know i definitely had a friend that not only used to do bowling on the weekends but he had his own monogrammed ball okay with his like initials on it (laughs) i don't know if i had that friend but i definitely had a lot of friends who were very serious about everything we did whether it was pool or bowling or you know hitting the dog tracks or whatever yeah um Okay, so this game is wicked old, and there's been so many different versions of it. There were drawings found in Egypt dated back to 5200 BC depicting bowling. So people have been throwing things at smaller things for a minute. Uh, Ancient Romans used to throw balls to get them closer to other balls, which is where bocce ball comes from, which is kind of bowling. Uh, And around the year 400, um, there's uh, Skittles is a big game that is is sort of a, a a progenitor of you know certain types of bowling it can be played out outdoors or indoors it can change scale essentially but in german it's called kegels and uh that's because in the year 400 around the year 400 germans uh as like sort of a religious ritual would throw rocks towards these clubs called kegels and the clubs were meant to represent heathens uh, Go. <laughs> yeah which is okay which is which okay if that i mean if that i don't know if that's great or not but it got us bowling so what is that game that we've played in chris plant's yard where you throw bones? oh god what is it called it's like I feel like it's like it sounds like an IKEA Gru- word. It sounds like Gru, but I think that's the fucking Despicable Me, gentlemen. Coog, Coob, Coob, yeah, Coob. I'm so sorry, everybody. I like that I said that it sounded like an IKEA word because it does. It does. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that is like a bowling outdoor game essentially, where you yeah. throw sticks at other sticks. Like it's a bowling sort of comes from a lot of this. Uh, and you can, uh, there's something to be said about like a one-handed game, you know? Oh, like, sure. Like a game where you could feasibly like hold the drink in one hand and do what you're supposed to do with the other. Absolutely. That's lovely. Um, so, so uh, you know, the game of throwing things at other things outside spread throughout, you know, most of Western Europe from the 14th century on, uh, taking on just like a bunch of different variations. Uh, and when it took place outside, they would do things like lawn bowling, which took place on a bowling green which is where that 
comes from. There's a city in West Virginia called Bowling Green. There's a street here in Austin called Bowling Green. I never just put two and two together that that's describing an mm, actual there's lawn. There's a place in Ohio, I think, called Bowling Green. Yeah. Um, so indoor bowling alleys started to open up in the middle of the 19th century, which is about when 10-pin bowling started to rise in popularity. Um, before that, it was 9-pin bowling, where they're put up in different configurations, and then there's different rules of... You have to hit the first front pin before you can knock any of the other ones down. And, uh, you know, ball size and pin size differed, you know, know, depending on where you were. If you're playing in a pub, it would take place in sort of like a ski ball uh, thing with like netting on the sides to sort of catch errant pins. And um, those are, you know, you can still find those in some some pubs in in England. Um, And then uh, at the turn of the 20th century, Brunswick got in the game, started to sell, you know, balls and pins and alleys to places, which is also right around when the rules for like modern 10 pin bowling were established by the United States Bowling Congress, which is... An organization that I guess had to those clowns and bowling congress. Yeah, so that was like that was like around the nineteen hundred, and then it just like blew up over the next you know few decades. Obviously, it's not as popular now as it was in say nineteen fifty. But I don't know, man. I feel like bowling is going to have a big comeback. Yeah, I like for you when our kids are older to like have you know. I mean, we've talked about curling. But just some kind of league that you Curling do. is throwing things at other things. Yeah. I like a throwing things at other things. I mean, you don't really throw it, but you you slide it. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks to Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. I'm sorry that we don't have any wonders from the home audience. We haven't done that in a little bit because we do have been so under the gun yeah. to get these recordings out. Um, but we'll we'll uh, we'll get back. What is that it. email? A wonderful podcast. I uh, honestly no idea. <laughs> no idea. No idea. <laughs> um and. Thank you to Maximum Fun. Have we said that? No, we haven't. Thank you, Maximum Fun, for having us on the network. There's so many great shows on the network that you should go listen to and yeah. try them out and find a find a new you know try a new favorite show out today. Maybe it's gonna maybe it's gonna click with you. Maybe it's gonna triple click with you, which is the name of one of the podcasts on the that's Maximum Fun Network. Very clever. They, and they can use that. Uh, that's it. And that's it. That one's it. How long have we got? How long is this? We're not even at a half hour yet. You just want to shoot the breeze for a few minutes. <laughs> We remember the last time we toyed with the idea of our our farewell being we gotta go we gotta go and us running out the door. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could do something like that. I'd like to think that this isn't forever. Uh, it's not forever, although folks. it feels like it. No, it's yeah. Uh, and this 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 could be translatable. I think a lot of people maybe listening don't have kids uh, or have not experienced raising a young child, uh, and so maybe they can't relate. But it's one of those times in your life where it's really hard, and you feel like it's forever. Uh, and I feel like everybody can probably relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's happy times, certainly. I know we complain a lot. He's very cute. He's very cute. I mean, of course he is. He looks like you. And whenever him and Henry have, like, times together, like, sweet moments, it's, like, so good. It's, like, so good. (laughs) Um... It, but um, it, I like putting my face on his face. Yeah, that's good. That's good too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but um, he just doesn't sleep. <laughs> the only thing he doesn't do. And he's very angry. He's so mad at me. <laughs> in particular, he only really knows me, you, and Henry. And he loves Henry, and he, he appreciates you 
and he fucking despises me. <laughs> what do I do for him? What do I do for him? He laughs at you too, though. That's which, a fair point. Which is good. Is it? We, I don't know. We can't keep this in the show. This isn't interesting. I think it's interesting. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> Henry has started to ask questions about my job, and I had to tell him that I'm funny for a living because he's four, and that's like the only way that I can I can't explain to him the pot the medium of podcasting right now. And he's been giving me a lot of shit about <laughs> about that lately. Like, yeah. isn't it your job to be funny? Like, yeah. Wow. When you say it that way. <laughs> That's bracing, my boy. We have just started taking Henry places. Uh, but before that, we only really took him to either the dinosaur park or the zoo or McDonald's. And so he said to me, he said, Daddy is funny for a living. What do you do? And I said, oh, I, I work at a big building. I go and I drive there and I write for people. Uh, and the only place he could think that I could work was McDonald's. And so then he asked me if I worked there and I said, no, no, but it's very revealing for the past year that that is the only establishment he thought existed outside of dinosaur park in the zoo, which he knows I don't work at. Cause yeah. I feel like he, he would have seen you there. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's. He has not been inside the building. He doesn't see building, anybody. No. So, yeah. like, you know, it could be me. McDonald's may have grants opportunities. I'm sure they do. Maybe. All right. That's a half hour. Bye. everybody. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.